0: Another fantastic episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. So glad you guys are here. This is your weekly reminder. Don't listen to morons. Don't listen to the idiots. It's it's gotten so bad. It's gotten so bad. Like I'm just putting people. We were talking about this last week. I'm just I'm just putting people in a whole new category of gray people. They just don't exist. They're shadow people. They're race like Fauci. He's a shadow person. Uh. Biden, shadow person, Pete Buttigieg, he's a shadow person. We're going to be getting into all that and more on this show. We're going to be talking about the vaccines. We're going to be talking about this new Chinese hypersonic glide missile that... Yeah, that's a little scary. The Gimlet has some solutions about finding jobs in this new uh, landscape. We got supply chain stuff. We're going to be making fun of the morons. We have what's on the web with Paul. It's a it's gonna be a jam packed show, and I'm I'm gonna invite you right now. You're gonna wanna sign up for the Patreon, and and join us for that segment too, cause we do that every week. And I cannot, I cannot, uh, forget. Oh shit, we're gonna be talking about the Joe Rogan uh, Gupta thing. We gotta <laughs> we gotta that was talk so about awesome. that. Well, it's it was wild. It was wild to see and we're going to talk all about it and then i have to remind you guys that show tonight uh go to that show tonight it's uh it's a sketch comedy show it's going to be presented live you go to thatshowtonight.com you sign up you get your little subscription douche. we're putting together the show we're going to put cuz here's the deal cuz it's a it's new technology to us gimlet and so the, the people go they sign up you know they, they 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 buy the subscription for a, it's a tiny it's a pittance it's a pittance, and then we're gonna deliver these live shows uh via the internet and we have our own servers everybody we're not gonna be relying on Amazon or any of this other stuff like what happened to parlor we're gonna be uncensorable skidoosh so that's exciting. we're putting together the shows for that I believe it's gonna this one is going to be at the America First warehouse. So, it's such a fun space. It's such a great stuff. I love what those guys are doing. Oh, and then I'm going to tease. I'm going to tease a guest. You ready for this? I haven't I haven't even had a chance to tell you this. Oh, have, have you seen this he's got he's got another great video that's making around. Uh, my buddy Sean Farage. Sean Farage does the best sounding Trump impression. And he just did a video a couple days ago where he's at a store and there's empty shelves. And he's like, empty shelves, Joe. But it, he's done a couple of them. He's done uh, Donald Trump at Taco Bell. He's done – I cannot wait. He'll be, he'll be joining us. I think we're going to do that next week. And it should be hilarious. Okay, so that's all – that's some of the news. I'm sure I've forgotten uh, a bunch of it. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around – Uh, where to start like like i never want to forget to mention that we have morons in charge and and you just gotta just stop listening to them just stop they they're they're gray people they're shadow people don't listen to them we have uh i i have to start with the missile thing okay so so uh many many moons ago uh, Donald Trump was like, "We need to do Space Force. The next, the next big challenge is going to be outer space." Everybody made fun of him, and then uh, okay, so so we're still doing Space Force. Thank goodness. Late last night, late Saturday night, uh, China, and this is this is uh, this is Reuters. This is Reuters who reported this. So I'm just going to be reading from there. Like, Roy Reuters, Reuters misspelled defense. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that? You're 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 Reuters. Okay, so uh, China launched a rocket carrying a hypersonic glide vehicle that went through a low orbit and and circled the globe and then skadoosh hit its target. So now they can deliver missiles anywhere on the planet, and they go at a hypersonic. That I don't know how many times that passed the sound barrier. It went, but that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a challenge to take one of those out. This isn't like uh, Israel in the Iron Dome. This isn't like a, a Patriot thing, and I don't know. Like, I guess we need to learn more about this thing. Uh, you know how fa- how quickly can it maneuver? Can it blah 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 blah? Meanwhile, so so China has this weapon. They have this thing: hypersonic uh, glide vehicle can circle the globe deliver it anywhere on the planet, traveling at insane speeds. And uh, our military, who uh, just lost a country to a bunch of guys and flip-flops in the back of a pickup truck, they're busy arguing about getting their nails done. Oh my gosh, when what color should the nail polish be? What should be the official color of, ooh, you know it would be nice, you guys. It'd be nice if we could pay to like do the you know the gender reassignment surgery. It's, we've gone too far. We've gone too far. We have, this is not, when our military is talking about nail polish, legit, nail polish, that's a priority for them. Ooh, what should the uniform look like for the trans people? Ooh, what are the, you guys, look over your shoulder, they're morons, they're idiots. I wish I had a solution for this. But you look at the debacle of Afghanistan. No one was held uh, accountable. No one was held responsible. Eh, just a big oopsie. And they left all the military vehicles over there. Oh, golly day. Oh, that, that, oh, what are we going to do? You guys, we forgot, we forgot all the helicopters and the Humvees. This is, uh, it's not a good, it's not a good thing. I I guess my only advice... And, and I'm I'm completely serious. You we, we you got to give up on LA. It, I know there's people, there's fans of the show. Uh, I, you you have to you have to get out. You have to get it out of LA, and and get out of these uh, big Democrat held cities. Get out of San Francisco. Get away from Chicago go somewhere else and get around like-minded people. It's like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in full on circle, the wagons mode. I am it's, it's, I I feel like we've, we've crossed some kind of Rubicon. It's, it's terrifying to me that like our military and hopefully, you know what, hopefully there's some kind of response because it feels like not only have we been caught with our pants down, it, it, it's It's worse than that, like we've got some kind of uh weird little tattoo or something. it's It's not only color our pants that we can't even put up a fight. Go ahead, jump it's, in here,
1: you know, General Flynn has kind of been making the rounds now to do interviews. Mm-hmm. He's been warning since the Obama administration. That our intelligence assets needed to be military intelligence assets, not this bunch of hooptie hoops under John Brennan and the CIA.
0: Yeah. yeah and who,
1: that's why they hated him.
0: It is. Here's the thing. And this goes to like what I we said this before on the country. If you're if you're like a big military guy, you're like General uh, Miley Cyrus your whole career. Your whole career, the guy up ahead of you has been on the take. You know, it's not really about defending the nation. It's not really about being able to crush your enemies and see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women and keeping the country safe. A big hunk is thinking about, ooh, when I hit the dismount, what kind of package will I get? Okay, if I get fired, is there a job waiting for me at Raytheon? Ooh, is Boeing hiring? You're worried about... Padding uh, the mattress for when you stick the dismount. It's what happens in Hollywood too. It's what happens in Hollywood too. Somebody gets fired from this movie studio, they go to another studio, they go to this streaming service or whatever, whatever. Wherever. It's not about putting out the best entertainment. It's about making sure you're covered when you get fired or when you, when you decide to quit. It's the same thing with the military and it's the same thing with our government. Our government, everybody in the government, especially the federal government, in these positions of power, they're like, yeah, you know, yeah. There's there's insider trading that you you have to follow, and I know you do. Uh, the guy who's going after uh, Nancy Pelosi and her insane oh, yeah. quote <laughs> luck with the stock market. Oh yeah, everybody's been I've never doing.
1: Met anyone that lucky?
0: Yeah. So, but it's it's a mindset, and it's it's <laughs> hit it's hit. Every level of our society now that these see- people in the I no, I have not the the people in the government, the people in in Congress and the Senate uh, and the people like Joe Biden, the professional politicians, they're not worried about what's best for us. And the military is not worried about defending the nation. No one has uh, has a moral compass anymore. No one has the mindset and the and the wherewithal to do the right thing. And it's, I've never seen it like this. I've never seen it like this. And that's what, that's what the Rona has really shown me. And now with this Chinese missile thing, we got a real problem and we got to circle the wagons. So you're asking me if I have seen what?
1: Oh, that account that's like ripping her finances. She blocked him.
0: Of course she did. And then uh, we're talking about Nancy Pelosi.
1: Under
0: his skin. Wow. The amount of of trades that went on. Mm -hmm. Right before some announcement was made about the response to Rona and blah, 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 blah. Like everybody across the board. Pelosi had some really insanely lucky trades. Her husband made all these trades and uh, it's, it can't, we can't continue like this. And I know I, it, it, and it's weird. It's like for all those people, it's like, oh, it's normal. It's normal. It's normal. And it's people have been trying to make money off the federal government and using it as a endless supply, you know, of bribe money since we've had a government. I keep going back to the dude who invented the uh, the, the, the repeating rifle back in 1774 or something, and he presented it to the founding fathers. And they were like, wow, you can do like 12 shots on a musket just repeating. And he's like, yes, you can. And they're like, this would be a huge help uh, in our in our fight for independence. How much for each right. rifle? And the guy's like, uh, "It's gonna be a couple hundred gold pieces. And they're like, what? We can't afford that. And he's like, come on, you guys are the government. It's like, it, <laughs> that's where we started. That's where we started. And, and it's been going on Uh, For two hundred and whatever, forty nine years, whatever the frick how long we've been alive. And it just can't continue. It just can't continue. Uh, It it comes due. And when everybody in the government is doing it and when when everybody in the military is doing it uh, and in everybody like like in in the powers that be, we just can't listen to them anymore. They're not serious about doing their jobs.
1: So do you know who Michael Malice is?
0: I know Michael Malice. You know Michael? I've never met him, but I'm, I'm familiar with his, uh, with his account and his. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell oh, me about hysterical. Michael Malice. He's no, hysterical. no, no. He's amusing. Hysterical is yes. a push. Uh, he makes me laugh. <laughs> he makes but. me smirk. He makes me smirk.
1: <laughs> and- when you actually have him in sit-down interviews, which I've listened to a couple this week, he almost has me convinced I'm an anarchist. <laughs> How so? You don't get to speak for me. You don't get to make a decision for me. Like, I'm, I keep hearing these conversations about a national divorce. You've heard me talk about moving the lines, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. talking about hunkering back, like, get around like-minded people. The only way we fix this, in my humble opinion, radical federalism. Like, I don't even want to care who the president is.
0: Okay, I for our, for our listeners, for our listeners, for our listeners, just mm-hmm. a, a quick definition of federalism. Mm-hmm. No, go for it. A quick definition of federalism? Yeah, in a nutshell. Like,
1: the the federal government does almost nothing, and the Tenth Amendment rules.
0: Okay. Now, what's the Tenth Amendment? That says
1: everything not explicitly given to the federal government is the province of the states.
0: Okay. I dig it. I like it. I like the sound of that. I want to take
1: it a step further.
0: Ooh, look at her go, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I don't want to care who my governor is. The two most important people in my world should be my mayor and my local sheriff, because I can hold them both freaking accountable right here in person.
0: <laughs> so you're 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 taking you're saying the governor is less important?
1: What happens in my community.
0: I'm, I'm having a weird audio thing. I'm having a hard time hearing Ooh, you.
1: I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Can you yes, hear me now? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Yes. My governor should only be dealing with things that impact the entire state. Right? Yes. The economy. economy. Um, I don't even want a state superintendent of schools. Shut up. Get out.
0: It is. Um... Get away. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's a big problem. And I, I think the first step is just like we have to ign- ignore them like <laughs> and I know it's like easier said than done. But like, you know, with the scare tactic about the Department of Justice and if you go to your kids school board meeting, we're going to call the FBI and blah, 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 blah. blah. Now, keep going. Keep going. Keep well, you out- going. Get your friends going the backstory
1: of the dad they used as the poster boy of a domestic terrorist. And you just want to
0: scream. Okay. So that one, that one was so horrifying. I haven't tweeted about it. I haven't commented Mm -hmm. about it. I hadn't done Mm -hmm. anything because it's, it's so horrifying. We'll talk about it now. We'll talk, we'll talk about it now. We got a couple minutes in this block. It's so horrifying that I'm like, there's no way. There That has to be – it's like when you hear about, like, somebody puts, like, you know, uh, go home, N-word, or, you know, kill all, blah, blah, blah. It always turns out to be a hoax. So I don't even pay attention to those. Those stories, those stories, and it just happened again. It just happened again. Some black girl somewhere, you know, oh, everybody in the community was living in terror because this horrible graffiti, blah, 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 blah. blah." And it was a black girl that was doing it. It, it. It seems like it's always the case. So when the story came out about this this guy, and I guess it was his daughter, I'm like, that's so horrifying. It's got it's gotta be a hoax. I just don't I know. so so refresh for our for our listeners who you probably heard about it. This goes, where did this happen? Loudoun County Schools,
1: the like epicenter of all school board things.
0: Where's Loudoun County? I love how so, you G- I love yeah. how you even
1: like. Like I have all the counties memorized. Oh, what happened in Loudoun County? Oh, this County. one's just been this one's just been in the news so much that I it yeah. Loudoun okay, County, so, Virginia. The first thing that happened in Loudoun County, Virginia is a bunch of school board people, the local prosecutor, and a bunch of activist teachers created a Facebook group to dox and harass parents who objected to critical race theory.
0: Okay. Okay. So that so, story but, but, broke
1: a couple months ago and it's just with, progressed from there.
0: But with this one, they're like, if you identify as a girl, you can go into the, the girl's room, right?
1: I, the way I understand the story is they were discussing that policy and going to approve it. But some schools were already kind of like had a school level policy where that was the way it could be. Yeah. Um, so they were having a discussion. This father got up and obviously they did not want him to speak. <laughs> Because he was going to tell everybody.
0: Well, what's the alleged crime?
1: The alleged crime is his ninth grade daughter went into the ladies room and she was repeatedly sexually assaulted and sodomized by a boy in a skirt.
0: Okay. I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I I give him points for restraint. Uh...
0: Here's the heres no
1: I mean, the the police have confirmed they did the rape kit, there's evidence she was raped. I, I mean, the, the Daily Wire, and I mean, the Washington Post finally had to publish something. So wow. all of this is confirmed, and now, reportedly, and I haven't read the details on this one because I mean this is all just like drinking from a fire hose. Um, it looks like they have covered up multiple. Sexual assaults, not all of them this particular issue, but on campus and not informed the superintendent or the school board. So it's okay. really, really bad. It's, it's really, really bad. I mean, at minimum, if you send your child to school, you should have some level of confidence that they're physically safe.
0: I don't think there's, any
1: parent in Loudoun County can have that right now.
0: It, that, so that's like the doomsday scenario. That's like the worst mm-hmm. case scenario. And I still mm-hmm. think there's, I still think there's more to the story. I, I really do. I, th- I still think there's, there's more to this. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm not going to get up on my high horse about this, but like. Well,
1: they sent him to another school and he did it again. There's a second charge. He's been charged. He's going to court.
0: I, uh, I, 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 I'm trying some, I'm really, I'm struggling with this one. I'm struggling with this one. And I'm gonna, you, so all this aside, all this aside, mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to how I was in, in junior high and high school. And when mm-hmm. you tell, when you tell, uh, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed getting the laugh. I enjoyed being silly. I, at, at times I would be, uh, comedically, outspoken <laughs> if you would no. say yeah I know if you would if you would have told me back when I was in middle school that like hey if you identify as a girl you can use this girl you have to know you guys I would have been going in there I would have been going in, just as a joke just as a joke and then when, when my uh, teacher, when the shop teacher, we had shop, that's how old I am. When the shop teacher would be like, Loftus, where are you going? I'd be like, shut up, I'm a girl. And I would just do it. I would just, just to be, and my buddies would be like, oh, he's doing it, he's going in there. And I'd, I'd do a crazy walk. But I would do it at least once, at least once. And I'm, I, I think I'm normal. So you have to know, so that's, that's, that's your best case scenario. In in the best case scenario, uh, d- regular dudes are going to be going in there just to have a look. Just, hey hey, what's going on with you, Cindy? Mm, I guess you had to make a dookie. What's, what's what a, just to be funny? Oh, oh it's, it's the worst idea. And the and the whole idea. And, and I'm sorry, this is going to be uh, the trans people. Like we, you're you're on my last nerve. You're on my well, ass, nerve.
1: The activists, for sure.
0: Well, okay, we're gonna get into this in the B block. We, I, I just gotta let the chips f- fall. This is it's it's ridiculous. It's to me, it's it's see, like we, we open up the show with me making fun of the military. Uh, you know, oh, the military is worried about the 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 nail colors. Meanwhile, China's doing hypersonic sop- sonic missiles. Like we have bigger fish to fry in this country then wonder, listen, hey, if you identify as a girl and you're a little boy, guess what? Uh, that's, it's, you're, you're still gonna have the men's room. Sorry, sorry, you have to go in the, into, the, uh, into the bathroom that's on your birth certificate. Sorry, them's the apples, moving on. You need to know math, bitch. You need to know history, you dumb dummy. You need to know science. You can be a, you, go be a girl in college. But today you're going to you're going to have to put on your boy shorts and, and sit down and learn some shit. <laughs> this is not our biggest problem. We're taking a break. We're coming back. Uh, Gimlet has some great news about a, a little something, something called the red balloon that we got to get into. We'll be right back. Because it's not all gloom and doom on this show. Welcome back, by the way. That was a lovely break. I enjoyed that. So, because one of the things that we pride ourselves on here at uh, the Loftus Party podcast, theloftusparty.com, we offer up solutions. We like to talk. We don't, listen. Oh, it's a whole kettle of fish. I can't. I can't get into the people who are just making money off of complaining. That's that's a whole, but that's not helpful. I want to... Gimlet, before we started recording the show, you were telling me about this thing called the red balloon. Now, every time I hear the red yeah. balloon, I think about that foreign film about the little kid. I don't know if you ever watched that in school. It's like the little kid. He's all sad and lonely. Uh, and then this red balloon. I vaguely comes.
1: remember it. Yeah. And
0: then the red balloon comes to give him a visit. And he's just so happy because he and his friend, the red balloon, are walking around France or whatever. they Paris. And then the bullies come and they want to pop the balloon. And the kid runs for his life. Oh, it's a heartbreaking movie. Heartbreak. I literally. I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive, uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the the story for you. But hopefully, as a kid, you watched the Red Balloon. Thank goodness it, it had a happy ending to it. But boy, it was whoo. That one got me. But you have a thing. You have a. You have a, There's an organization called the Red Balloon. Yeah.
1: It's actually a new job board.
0: Ooh yeah.
1: And it's called. Red balloon free to work. Okay. So, Andrew and his last name, I think I'm pronouncing it right because he pronounced it on a video I watched. Andrew Crapshoots, not kidding, um, <laughs> is a sexy. Hold,
0: Hold on. Yes. His last name is Crapshoots.
1: It's not spelled that way, but that's how it's pronounced.
0: Okay. It's okay.
1: T-H-E-U-T-T-S, and that's Shoots, and the okay. first is C-R-A-P.
0: <laughs> okay. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there Yeah, because the dude's doing something awesome.
1: He's doing something off. Awesome. He's a former tech CEO, did a bunch of startups, left when they did IPOs, now lives in Idaho with his family, and is looking for something to do. So he yeah. decided... And his videos are freaking hysterical on YouTube. Um, okay.
0: What's the name of the YouTube channel? Very, Is it Red Balloon? Very,
1: um, yeah, if you do Red Balloon, it should come up. Okay. Um, so he's very self-depreciating, very happy, energetic. And he has created a, a job board to connect employers who value freedom with employees who value it too. We envision a world beyond cancel culture where employees are free to work without fear. They will find themselves on the wrong side of their employer's politics.
0: Okay, you got to distill it. You got to distill it for me. What does this mean?
1: This means if you are a company who is not going to do critical race theory training, you can put your job here to find employees who just want to come work.
0: Okay. what, what, what and vaccines? Nope. There you go. Okay. Medical now we're freedom, talking
1: medical freedom, political freedom. Like if you go back and you look, one of the first companies to do something like this was Coinbase, the crypto company. Yeah. The CEO came out and said, we're just not doing this. We're, we're, we're not going to get involved in political causes that don't have anything to do with our business. We're not going to align ourselves with political organizations that alienate one group and, 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 You know, at the behest of another, we're here to do a job, we're gonna support each other, we're gonna focus on the mission, and that's it. And that's gonna make a fortune. That CEO was super smart because you know what he did? What first person that came in and bitched, he offered him a severance package.
0: (laughs) Well, I obviously this is
1: not gonna work out. Here's a check. Best of luck to you.
0: Yeah. I want to help out Red Balloon. The Red Balloon dude, Mr. Crapshoot, is going to make an absolute fortune. There's a
1: couple hundred jobs on it now. There's a couple hundred jobs on it now. So it's growing. A lot of them are smaller employers because smaller employers can get away with this, right? You can't be Coca-Cola yet and be putting your job on here because you got to be woke. Well, Here's
0: the thing. Here's what I like about the idea of red balloon. And I'll look into it. I'll do a I'll do a a bit of research on it. These are the companies that are going to thrive when you listen. Do you want to do you want to go work at the big old Coca-Cola Corporation or do you want to work for a smaller company that's growing that you see eye to eye on and you have a real future on, you know, like the big the big Coca-Cola, the big, you know, Kroger, AT&T, all those guys. Boy, they can take the hit. They can tell you. They can tell you, hey, if you don't like our policy, hit the bricks, kid. You need to go somewhere. It's always your best job is where you are indispensable, where you're really making a difference. You're adding to in – you're paid for your worth. That's what I like about Red Balloon and companies who are like, all of the silliness, we're not going to participate in all of the silliness. And that's what – I love the theme to this show, just ignoring the gray people. Uh, well, it's, it's fantastic. I think
1: the other reason people should go and take a look because it's red dot work, dot work.
0: work? Yep. Okay. Good to know.
1: The other thing is we need to be spending money with companies that have the same values we do. So even if you're not looking for a job and you're looking for a company to do something, a construction company, uh, some kind of product, Check this board and see who has your values.
2: Yeah.
0: And you might be able to go up a notch. And Mm -hmm. and I, there's some wonderful things going on out there in the world. And I don't want to be dismissive of, of them. You know, it's like the whole Southwest thing. Oh, that was the weather. That was the weather. Okay. Lies. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't want people to know that, oh my gosh, there's people who are going to stand up for their values and they're going to stand up. They're going to hold firm. They're going to bring the company to its knees for the day and they're going to make a real difference. Boom. It worked. Uh, well, Delta, Delta said no. Yeah. Delta We're not just doing
1: said that. No. The TSA and, is 40% unvaxxed.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that's where with, with an airline... You've got these little choke points, like the people Thank who them. fix the aircraft, the people who fly the aircraft, blah, 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 blah. Th- those are, but if you're working for like, you know, I-, I keep coming back to like Kroger, AT&T, uh, you know, Coca-Cola, whatever. They can just tell you, you don't like it, leave it. So they have the leverage there. That's why right. joints, you know, hopefully that you, you could find a-, a gig on, uh, you know, red that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. People who are ignoring this whole critical race theory of it all. And to me, that's uh, that's the other that's the other big, big fight. And this is what we, we gotta we have to like be active on so many fronts. That's why i'm I'm saying you just get out. Just get out of Los Angeles, get out of Chicago, get out of Manhattan. Get out, get out, get out. You're going to be so much happier somewhere else. And I know, you know, you know, you, you oh, I grew up in LA and I just really love going down to the Bing Bang Boom. There's there's other places, you guys. There's other places.
1: And there's 10 million open jobs.
0: Yes. It's it's like there's there's never been a better time. These morons have to Suffer for their bad choices. It's really the only way they're going to learn. L.A., San Francisco, they got, it's got to get worse before it gets better. They're still playing this insane game of make-believe. This insane game of make-believe, like everything's okay. Listen, the school systems are garbage. They're absolute garbage. Kids can't do math. Kids can't read. And like, get ready to graduate. Ooh. And then you can go to free college. Ooh. Then you can go to free college where now you're an idiot with a diploma and no skills. Get so out of these places. you can go work
1: for a not-for-profit and become an activist.
0: Right. And convince other people. And, uh, <laughs> and here's the uh, deal. It's, if, it's, if it reaches fruition, they won't even feel bad. They won't even feel bad when they're when their little new societal construct starts they're they're not even going to feel bad about it yeah i guess we shouldn't have been so focused on the trans thing listen I'm, i the, the whole, they're the whole trans thing is experimenting
1: on your kids that's it
0: yeah and they want to hide behind closed doors and they don't want you to know that they're really teaching critical race theory and and i'll tell you I, i'll say this out loud if I genuinely thought there was an upside, I'd be like, okay, we haven't considered this thing. What is the upside to telling somebody just by the, the, the amount of melanin in your skin, you're either A, good or B, bad? There is zero upside to that. There is zero upside. And listen, well, if, socialism, if socialism worked, I would be like, hey, let's give it a shot. I'm just going I'm just going off of history and I'm looking at countries like Sweden and and Sweden is like they're they're heading they've been going back towards capitalism for a lot of years now. and if you if you want to talk about a high tax rate uh, if you're in the, the the lower part of the economy, your taxes are close to like fifty percent and they come after the little guy. Because you're the one that's most beholden. Boy, don't cheat on your taxes in Sweden. And they're bringing that here. Ooh, that was a sweet segue to the $600. uh, We want to know about your bank account. If you got more than $600, it's the exact same thing. In Sweden, their little version of socialism, which doesn't work, that they're trying to fix by heading back towards capitalism. The little guy is the bread and butter of that system. The little guy. Has to be. Because the little guy can't fight back. You can't fight back. You're just, oh, ooh, they took it. Go ahead. You
1: also can't can't have programs that large. I mean, Bernie Sanders was the only honest one. He's like, yeah, everybody's taxes are going to go up if I win. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he just said it. Like, you're going to get a lot of free shit. So we need to take your money because we know how to spend it better than you do.
0: (laughs) Yes. And now... Uh, And now it's no, I I just, I keep coming back to this. No one is that stupid. And listen, listen, this is, and this, I've been meaning to say this one for months. If socialism worked, where are the communes? Where are the, all those hippie communes in the seventies, we're just going to start and hang out and, you know, we're going to do a farm and write poetry and sell our organic produce. What happened to all those? Where did they all go? They didn't work. It doesn't work on a large scale. It doesn't work on a small scale. It doesn't work anywhere except for maybe a video game, The Sims, where people... I
1: would say a family farm. Like when you used to have old multiple generations of family farms.
0: But that's not a a commune.
1: Well, it's multiple families living together. I just think it works better in a family situation.
0: Well, that's because of greed. You want your family to do well,
1: oh, of course.
0: But when you've got a bunch of hippies just trying to, just trying oh, to doink the hippie next to them, <laughs> listen. We tried it here. I'm always amused by that. I'm always amused by that when the uh, when the pilgrims landed here in America. Uh, you know, back in the the, the very you know. 16-whatever-the-heck. They're like, ooh, you know what? We're going to work collectively, and we'll all uh, share the profits, and we'll use the profits to pay for our journey to the new world. It didn't work. Everybody's like, yeah, I can't work today. I'm not feeling good. Ah, you know what? I'm not feeling good. You know, I'm a little tired. I think I need to rest up for another week. And then it was such a failure that, that they they got all the pilgrims. They're like, all right, you guys, we're, uh, we're changing course here. Everybody's on their own. And then – it was miraculous. It was miraculous. Once everybody was on their own, Ooh, howdy. oh howdy! you know what? I feel better. I think I can do some farming today. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh I I know I promised I would get into the trans thing. It's just I'll just leave it at this. We got we got bigger fish to fry. I I really listen. I feel bad for you. Sorry, but like uh, I hope you. Uh, at some point in your life, you get some makeup tips. I hope you can get your hair done right, and you get some fashion tips, and I hope you fool everybody that you encounter. But when you're you're just going to be uh, a big, fat, white guy with a ring through your nose and some purple hair, uh, and you're like, I'm a woman. Nope, no, you're not. No. no. So there's you, – you stand when you pee. Go stand over there. End of discussion. That's what's going on. We have to get in to uh, the, the the Joe Rogan, uh, Ivermectin, Dr. Gupta. We had to do our like reaction to that. It was, li- listen, when I met, and I'm gonna say this like we're buddies, so I apologize. I met Rogan down at the Melrose Improv one night. We really don't, we, we never really ran in the, in the same circles. But some friends of mine uh, were on that show yeah. News radio. Yeah, some somebody's mind had like walk on parts and bit parts and all that other stuff. But I really, oh, yeah, I, really I
1: remember like, that show. I forgot yeah. he was in it.
0: That you know, well, that was supposed to be Ray Romano. That was supposed to be Ray Romano was supposed to be the handyman on news radio. He got the part. He did the pilot. And then he went in for the first day of work. And his agent called him and said, they're going another way they There you've been fired. So Ray Romano left L.A. He had just been really kicked in the chicklets. He thought he had arrived. He went back to New York and he thought, "Okay, I'm going to sell futons for a living. He had one more set lined up. He was going to be on Letterman and Bing, Bang, Boom. However, so there you go. That's like everything happens for a reason. So Joe Rogan, uh, news radio had been gone, had been off the air for a while. And I think Joe was doing the, you know, the, the mixed martial arts. You know, he was doing those broadcasts. He was doing all right. He had been on stage where he called out uh, this uh, comedian, Carlos Mencia, from the mind of Mencia. Carlos Mencia was this Latino comic uh, whose real name was Ned, (laughs) and he was a giant thief. He would steal material from everybody, from everybody, but no one cared, and he had a successful show on uh, Comedy Central. And then Rogan famously called him out, and you can watch this video. It's fantastic. Rogan was at the comedy store, said some said something about uh, Carlos Menstelia. Menstelia was in the room and heard it and came up on stage. And it was this wonderful conversation where Rogan didn't back down and called out Carlos for years of uh, horrible behavior. So that was fantastic. It happened again <laughs> when Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the, the CNN medical guy, was on Rogan's podcast, and here's what this is like: the disheartening thing about it. So Rogan, it's a great piece of video. Uh, mm-hmm. Rogan calls out Doctor Gupta. He's like, "So why'd you let all these guys do this? You got everybody on your on CNN taking a took said it took horse dewormer. you know?" And Gupta's like, I, yeah, I I I don't know why they did that. I, I I I I he turned into Woody Allen all of a sudden, and then uh, as he's trying to backpedal, Rogan's got the clips." That that was the, that was the other thing. Rogan you know, he brought the receipts, <laughs> and so he's got cool. a clip of of anchor after anchor saying "horsey wormer, horsey wormer, horse medicine, mm-hmm. horse medicine." Goop to back pedals, and then that little weaselly, spineless, Play-Doh head, fricking Jello boned bastard goes on CNN. After, after the Rogan show, after he, after Rogan just called him and put him on the mat. And then he's on Don, on Don Lemon's show and Don Lemon's show is like, but it is horse dewormer. It is, you know, they do use it for, there's nothing wrong with that. He, it is horse dewormer. And Dr. Goop is like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. And then instantly goes into Woody Allen mode again. Oh yeah. CNN is full of great people. They don't matter.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Can I just tell you? (laughs) The video on Twitter that I happened to access to watch it had five point four million views. Do you know the last time Don Lemon has had five point four million viewers?
0: When he was given free blowjobs in the men's room in Southampton.
1: Probably the twelfth <laughs> ever, right? <laughs>
0: so, that was a joke, ladies and gentlemen. That I was know, a joke. I know.
1: I know. So here's what I think the beauty of the whole thing is. Yes. It's simply this. Sanjay Gupta wrote a book. He can't sell books on CNN. He can't sell enough books to justify the printing. These people have to now start venturing out of their comfort zone to sell their stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh... come
1: out of their bubble. Left around. I love it. I want that trend to continue.
0: Oh, it's 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 uh, they're going to fight, fight, fight for all they're worth. It's not going to be easy. However, there's a Regan. There, there's a Regan. There's a reason the the Rogan podcast is popular. There's a reason uh, people go to Cheryl Atkinson. There's a reason mm-hmm. people are listening to Tim Pool. Uh, Atkinson is, is a is a journalist, legit journalist. Yeah, Like this whole I love the thing. And hopefully you guys, you know, dig it here. At, at this podcast it's just like common sense like what is really going on that like we all have bigger fish to fry, and when we can't like when we're having disagreements about like basic reality and and about what our priorities are, uh hopefully the citizen journalist hopefully this trend will will continue, and the new media will bury the old media, and there's like there's stories, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease this one. I'm going to tease this one. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Uh, but this is what we're going to be talking about. This is one of the things we're going to be talking about in the podcast. Uh, there was an, an FBI uh, operative. You know, we know that there was a dude, at least one guy, embedded for the whole January uh, 6th thing. But there was, a, uh, in, in, there was a guy from the FBI who was actually organizing. Have you seen this story?
1: Uh the Julie Kelly one?
0: Uh I'm going yes, yes, yes. Yes,
1: She's yes. been doing excellent work on this. I have that bookmarked. I have not had a chance to read it yet.
0: <laughs> right. I'm I've I've I was able to skim and I wanted to go back to it uh, as well, but there's this FBI agent who's like starting organizations. But and, that's what
1: they did with Whitmer's kidnapping too. The groups that supposedly were gonna kidnap her never would have met if it wasn't for the informant.
0: Yeah. This is a real problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh you, you can't have this. It it goes back to uh it goes back to like what they did to the, the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. You have your operative go out and start something. The operative mm-hmm. starts it and comes back with a with a uh, a story they've made up out of whole cloth, and then they go back to the uh, the, the, the media, and they go, ooh, look at this, this horrible thing, this horrible thing that everyone's saying, and then the media reports it, and then you go back to your bosses at the FBI and go, ooh, look what the is saying. That's, the, that's, uh, it's, it's like beyond entrapment. It's just, it, it's gotta be a worse word than entrapment, but it's like, you can't go out, and create the crime and then and then arrest people because you force them to participate but uh, if if you guys we're going to talk about this more we're going to talk about this some more but it's it's an article in uh amgreatness.com amgreatness.com the title of the article is was january 6th part of the fbi's operation cold snap okay we got uh, a little break we got what's on the web with Paul. We got oh the other thing. You're gonna have to go to Patreon. But this whole Pete Buttigieg uh, maternity leave, how many months off? And nobody even noticed the guy was gone. That's like you know your bureaucracy is too big when you're in the middle of a supply chain crisis, and and no one can find the Secretary of trade, No one's even looking for him. They weren't. Nobody wanted an him. interview. Uh, it's ridiculous. We got to get back to like old school. Rely upon yourself and uh, the, the supply chain thing. Uh, I ha- I hate even uh, talking about it. But they act like it's a new problem. They act like it's a new problem, but we need to be self sufficient, people. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not safe. I'm not we
1: made stuff here.
0: Oh, I, I know a comedian who did a very lively video on that very subject. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you have to be self sufficient. Don't do a run. You know, it's like I said a couple weeks ago and, and last week. Instead of getting two cans of soup, get four cans of soup. You know, leave, leave some stuff for your neighbor, but keep feathering your nest. Make sure you get your nuts and berries.
1: The biggest problem is the people who just had a hypersonic missile circling the earth are the people with all the stuff. Yeah making yeah. all this
0: stuff well it's uh that th- that's a bigger that's part of the bigger uh, gordian knot that we have to untie and when the levers of power switch over i go back to remember when this whole thing started we're going long on this we've gone over 20 minutes when this whole thing started and i brought it up in my video when the when the rona first hit and and like nations were on a lockdown and oh the ships weren't going they were concerned about us running out of antibiotics, you guys.
1: Blood pressure that, medication. Like,
0: yes. All the ingredients. I think it's like 80% of the ingredients. I'm sure some, some come from India. But it's like 80% of the nuts and berries, the hardcore, here's how you make it, the ingredients, come from China.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, that we can't. We can't. This is can't, this
1: chemotherapy. Is,
0: yes. This is more important than where is the tranny going to take a shit. At Burger King. Way more. Right? So we have to make it insanely easy for people to open up factories in this country, which completely undermines everything that the, the Democrats are trying to do. And blah, 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 blah. we have to make it super easy yeah, like, and
1: if, and just hope if, that
0: people do the right thing. Yeah.
1: If you want to build back better, why aren't you putting 500 billion into building chip factories over here because China's number one and Taiwan's number
0: two. Well, I don't, I don't want the government making those. I don't want the government making that decision. Here's what I want. I want the government to go, Hey, listen, if you open up a chip factory, we're going to give you this tax break for X amount of years. And then we'll reevaluate, you know, if you you want to open up a
1: in incentives.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: For pharmaceuticals for for
0: everything. Yep, all and then just the and then just sit back and go. Some of you sons of bitches gonna get rich. Somebody's gonna get rich. So yeah, tax ginormo tax incentives that eventually would you know they'd have to have a ticking clock on them. But this whole because I remember remember all the crap that Trump got when he when he saved the steel industry. It's like Jesus. We need to be yeah. able to make stuff. Oh, my goodness. All right, so more of this is coming. We're taking a little break. Coming back for a for an awesome, for an awesome uh, what's on the web with Paul. Because, oh, my Lord, there's some good stuff to tell you guys about. And then we're going to head over to Patreon. So stay tuned.
2: small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers. People who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more. And that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today.
3: In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit hereforyouok.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company.
0: You ready? I'm ready. Cause it's what's on the web where Paul. <laughs>
2: That's great.
3: It's kind of like we're in the middle of bringing on.
0: (laughs) Right? It's like there should be kids double dutching. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to waste any time. That amused me. All right. So uh, we got the fantastic Paul Hare with us. And we're going to do a little segment that we love. It's near and dear to our heart. And sometimes it creeps down into an underwear place. It's called (laughs) What's on the Web with Paul. Paul, my man what is on the web
3: we have to start off with another clip from that new sketch comedy show called that show tonight this one is a, is called the title of the post at the website is if ben shapiro and siri made an app hey shapiri now this one yeah. obviously you are very involved with because you're one of the people that started in this this particular sketch did you want to say anything about it where the, the idea came from how you think it turned out um, do you think if it will anger anybody on the left or the right?
0: You know what? You know what I loved about it? it th- that that skit has such like a positive energy to it. And it would like, what a relief it would be. Like if you, here's the idea, you guys. Uh, if one of those AI actively listening, you know, like, hey, Google things uh, was combined and had the, the voice and intellect of Ben Shapiro. So that... Whenever you went to a party, whenever a, a, a conversation got political, you could just hit a button and, and Ben Shapiro could just lay the person out with facts. I just thought I – just, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> like, you're at a party, somebody starts talking smack about, here's what we need to do, blah, 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 and then you tap a button, and Ben Shapiro's like, actually, factually, the uh, da 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 and you can just lay it out, and then you can move on with your life. It's it's the kind of thing, it's good-natured. I want Ben Shapiro to see it. Like, everybody uh, everybody in, in the comments on Facebook and on YouTube and stuff is like, oh my gosh, has Ben Shapiro seen this? I hope so. I, I, I want them to see it It's super complimentary And it's super funny That's the kind of thing we're going to be doing At that show tonight Everybody needs to go to thatshowtonight.com Get that subscription So boom, boom, boom Instead of sitting back and going Why doesn't somebody do something uh, We're doing something We're doing something Okay, so what's up next?
3: i going to talk about the Sunday jams That you posted last week It was back on Sunday jams yeah. And I have to talk about that because when I first heard Loser, which is a very nineteen ninety song, yeah. I just every time it would come on the radio I would turn it off because I couldn't stand it. And really? Over the years, now over the years everybody was like, Yeah, Beck, Loser, greatest song ever. So I kept listening to it and I'd keep listening to it. And now I just I've listened to that a few times now on the website, just because it's such a bizarre song. I mean yeah. the song yeah. Everything about that is bizarre. Uh, it, it starts off with him wearing a stormtrooper helmet, which is blurred out because of copyright issues, and then starts <laughs> talk, talking about you know him being uh, either a chimpanzee in the age of monkey or a monkey in the uh, in the age of chimpanzees, beefcake panios. It's just a bunch of nonsense words thrown together. But here's the thing that got me laughing this time when, when I listened to it. Yeah, somebody yeah. at YouTube, a commenter at YouTube, said. This guy looks like if Mountain Dew were a real person. Right. (laughs) That that was exactly right. Beck looks exactly like the personification of Mountain Dew. But I know you like Loser, and I know you think it's a great song, so I wanted to hear what you had to say about that.
0: Oh, it goes beyond Loser. It goes beyond, it it goes to Beck as an artist, as a musician, as a, and it's been so uh, delightful to watch his evolution. And if like, I'm going to go, I'm clicking on it now. I'm clicking on Beck on Sunday Jam. Loser was the one that started it. Loser was the one that put him on the radar. But like, he's got a song, uh, and, and I only put Loser on there as kind of to show. He's got a song, uh, Lost Cause. It, it, there's, there's melancholy, there's heartache, there's acoustic instruments. The guy's a phenomenal Singer songwriter, he just did a he just did a, a a collaboration with Paul McCartney that was pretty good. Blue Moon. There, he's got a lot of great music. Now here's the story behind Loser, and I love stuff like this. I love like the behind the music aspect of it. So Beck is a you know a young singer songwriter doing coffee houses and open mics, you know, and he's singing his songs and he's been working on his craft for a long time. And uh, one of the things that he could do. Uh, allegedly he could freestyle, he could freestyle rap. So at one of his shows, a a music producer shows up, a guy from a record label shows up. And after the show, he's like, yeah, you know, you're okay. You're not bad kid. Keep going. And Beck's buddy says, no, 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 no. You don't want you What you're missing. This guy can freestyle. He can freestyle like nobody's business. They go back uh, to Beck's house. After the show, they'd packed up their gear and all this stuff, and they're doing drinks. And so the record producer was like, "Oh, your buddy says you can freestyle freestyle for me right now." And boom he uh he he starts doing in the life of chimpanzees, I was a monkey, butane in my veins, and my love again and just like spit that out. and the the record producer was like, "Holy crap we should, we should record that." And so it was like uh it's so funny that the song is I'm a loser, uh, which he probably did feel like a loser without a record contract and all that stuff. But just like that song was him like clearing this huge hurdle and being a winner. I, I, I love how it works, uh, ironically. And that dude, the hook on that. It's such a great hook. OK, so that's what I love about it. That's what I love about it. It's just a dude who you say you could do a thing, do the thing. And he did it magnificently. And his new music is great. He is. He's been around a long time. Out of all the artists that come and go, Beck is still making great music. And I don't feel like he gets his due. So I wanted to give him a shout out. Boy, the the, the people on the website didn't like it. Not a lot of clicks on the old Beck.
3: Yeah, not right now, but that might grow over time. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, so we got to move on. But we I could actually talk about loser probably for the easily but half a half hour. <laughs> but back we is, have to move on.
0: Beck is one to. of those people I'd love to have on the show. I'd yeah. love to book that dude and just talk about. I guess he's a Scientologist, but you know what? I don't care. Just keep <laughs> making that keep making that sweet sweet music. All right, what do you got?
3: We got to go to the Batman main trailer, and that was yes. one that you're excited about. So wanted to set you up for that. Uh, test you a little bit see how you you defend it because um, this is what i'll throw at you to see see what your thoughts are to me i thought it could possibly like well this is just an extension of nolan's films in a lot of ways and it's also when you look at the trailer you have to ask yourself are they going too dark with batman at what point do they say hey this is a kid's comic book we need to tone it down a little bit do you think those are legit questions or you say nah that's way off what are your thoughts
0: the, the, no, those are those are totally legit questions. Are they going too dark? I don't know. That's the you know the the box office will be the great judge of that. Is this a movie that I want to see? Hell to the yeah! Hell to the yeah! I, and I was listen when I heard they cast and having been in the interest uh, industry, and you think I would have learned my lesson? When they cast Ben Affleck as Batman, I'm like, okay, that's going to blow. Now, did the movies, the Justice League, yeah, those were horrible. Those were not good films. Was Ben Affleck the problem? No. Ben Affleck was really good. Is that like that Frank Miller era, middle-aged, you know, I wish he had been a little bit more overweight in it, to tell you the truth. So I was like, ugh, Robert Pattinson, the dude from Twilight, really? Yes, Really? Pattison, he needs to send his agent a thank you note every morning because he took so much grief for being in the Twilight movies. he could have been pigeonholed. That could have been it for him. You took a couple swings, kid, but you came up empty. Now, Twilight was a very successful franchise. However, to be he slowly climbed up the mountain and was very deliberate in the roles that he took., uh, you know, and he was in that last uh, Christopher Nolan movie where time went backwards and all that stuff. I can't remember the name of it. So anyway, he and his agent did a very good job of getting him in a position to do a movie like this. I was blown away by the trailer. I thought cinematically, cinematically, it was gorgeous. Whoever the director of photography is did a hell of a job. Some of the shots they put together, and it is, it's almost like seven. It's like dark. It's dark. I think- But you know it has to be because the Riddler is always so silly. It's always so silly that if you're gonna get a two-hour movie out of it, you got to have some real drama and some real stakes. And it can't be Jim Carrey with a walking stick, you know, and a green leotard. That that ain't gonna cut it. So this looks, dude. This looks gritty. It looks grown up, and I am. I'm all in. I love the I love the Batmobile. I love the throwback Batmobile. The whole look of it, all of it. I'm jazzed about this one.
3: Well, I could, again, talk to you for easily probably an hour about that, because I'd ask you more about the director of photography and, and what role he really plays in the filming of a movie compared with the director. Like, who's really in charge of that? Oh, it's
0: everything. It's everything.
3: Well, we a, a, good,
0: a good director of photography is everything. Good, a right. good DP and a good editor. And beyond that, you're good to go. You're right. good to go. Paul, you could direct a, a blockbuster. <laughs> you, me, and Gimlet could do it. Put us in charge of Avengers. We'll be fine.
3: All right. Now, I know you, you. this one, interested, too, brought out at least emotion. The Beatles Get Back trailer, guaranteed to break your heart. And I'll just let you go on that one because I know you have some thoughts on that.
0: Well, have you seen Let It Be? I did not. Okay. So a million years ago, something you guys need to know about me. Uh, a million years ago... In junior high school, a good friend of mine, we would just, uh, in the summertime, you know, we had jobs and we cut grass. But me and my buddy Chris, he was a huge Beatles fan. He And we would walk around the neighborhood listening to this program on AM. We had AM transistor radios. We were weird kids. <laughs> and we would just, like, walk around and listen to this program, Solid Gold, Saturday night. I don't know if anybody else remembers that. And one night in the middle of the summer, you know, we're bored you know, like 13 year olds, he's like, we should start a band. And so I'm like, okay, we didn't know what we were doing. He could play the bass. I'm going to make a very, I could get really wordy here. This could be a whole show. This could be a whole show. So a love affair, the the Beatles were just great. The Beatles were, were just great. And people don't know. And it's hard to walk people through just what a big difference they made. Like Chuck Berry's great you know, uh Fats Domino, all that stuff. But all those, even the Chuck Berry songs and the the Little Richard stuff and the all of that is based on three chords, three chords. It's rhythm and blues. It's like blues music, but it's sped up. It's three chords. What the Beatles did sonically, they introduced these other chords and these wacky bridges. And it was like more orchestral to for a bad term. But that was like a nuclear bomb what they did. They changed music. So you're invested in that. You're just like, wow, you've seen the whole, you've seen the world through a whole different lens. And to watch them, they were the first like group of that ilk, that beyond supergroup And to watch them dissolve is just so, to me, heartbreaking. They're, they're in their prime. They are in their prime. And no one had really, there was no guidestone for him. There was no, there was no roadmap to follow. Oh, here's what you do when you get this famous. So when they did this documentary, Let It Be, and it's right before they broke up and they did the concert on the rooftop and fricking Yoko Ono is just attached like a parasite to John Lennon and she's running his life and all this stuff. And You know, it's just the hassles of the music business and the fame and George Harrison isn't happy and every, you know, but there's a part of them that wants to keep the group going together. And they're like, God, we should just do a live show. We should just do a live show. And they were so desperate. That live show was the embodiment of just like four dudes who were now grown men who just couldn't handle all the pressure and all the egos and all the crap. And they were desperately trying to get to the thing to get back. And I think that's why they call it get back, trying to get back to that one thing that got them together as friends in the first place. The the music, the music, that's what's important. Let's just make music. And they do this concert and it doesn't work. And they end up breaking up. That is the sadness to it. And so let it be, that documentary is already sad, but now they've got this footage. Where instead of breaking your heart in two hours, they're going to do it over the course of three nights. <laughs> Will I watch? Absolutely. Because I love, I lo- like we were talking about Beck earlier. I love, there's, they have video of like, um, uh, Paul McCartney struggling with lyrics. Uh, he's like, sweet Loretta, but I thought she was a bummer. And he has the first line and then he looks over at John Lennon. And he's like, so, so what, what, what should I do next? What's the next one? And they're like, I want to see what John Lennon says. And like Ringo Starr pitches a line. And it's like, that's what I want to see. But ultimately, it's going to break my heart.
3: All right. Good stuff. How many? Uh, how much time do we have left? One we, got, more we
0: got time for a couple more.
3: The Expanse season six trailer. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Super excited about that. And this is it's The Expanse. And this is great. Thanks for bringing that one up. Because... The Expanse, if you haven't seen it, you guys, you need to do it. Every episode is available on Amazon Prime. It started off on the Sci-Fi Network. It's based on a series of books where someone has really uh, thought about what our future might look like. And then they wrote a very, you know, a realistic look at what our future might look like with some fun, like, sci-fi elements. And the characters are great. There are no like side missions in it, no episodes. We're like, oh, I guess we're taking a little break from what's important. Like every episode moves the story forward. Epi, every episode moves the character forward and the characters are interesting and good and it's just awesome. And the the reality <clears throat> is like uh, the earth is all, it's, it's a global government. It's, it's the United Nations runs the earth. And uh, a long time ago, some colonists had gone up to Mars and they're running Mars uh, pretty much like America used to run. And so all the people on Earth are like, boy, those the people on Mars, they're angry. They're just so angry. They're just warlike people. So the people on Mars are always, uh, you know, struggling to create, you know, a better life on Mars. The UN and on, on Earth are always they're at war with Mars, and then there's these other people who are you know pretty much miners and asteroids and stuff, and they they live in an asteroid belt, uh, the the, and they're called the Belters, and it's, and then I don't want to give anything away. Something happens, something happens, something is discovered, and the the fate of all of humanity is at risk. But if, I, in my belief. If you looked at what is civilization going to look like in a, in a hundred years, two hundred years, I could I I could I I would say yeah, there's a good chance that the Earth will be one world government. However, uh, people like Elon Musk and Richard Branson will have started colonies on Mars, and that will be that will be humanity's best bet. So it's worth a look. Season six is coming, and I can't wait.
3: All right, next one. Maybe the best body art we've seen. Ooh,
0: listen, I'm, I, I've i always, I always dug the body art. Like I like, like my first run in with that was like Sports Illustrated. No, oh, we put bikinis on these ladies and look at that. And yes, it's, it's wonderful and it's titillating. Uh, and yeah, it looks like a real bikini. But this company, I'm trying to find, I couldn't, I like did research when I wrote this. And it's like, there's three different companies. There's the company that actually makes the paint, that they put on the people. And then there's a company that, like, does uh, the calendar. And I guess it's a calendar. And then there's another company that's, like, the PR firm. But it's all based out of Russia. And I just, like, couldn't disseminate, like, who is behind this. But if you want to look at, like, it's beautiful. It's it's really – it's art. It's art. The colors and the designs and the the models and everything – it's just uh, wonderful, and you're like, wow, who does? Like, they need, a, they need a better job. Whoever? <laughs> the PR department that they hired? Yeah. Hey, you might want to translate that website into English and, and let me know, who's the artist? Where can I see more? It was the most bizarre thing. But we have a video. It's like a best of. It's a montage, and it's, it's, it's just jaw-droppingly, eye-poppingly awesome boom!
3: All right, good. Next one. We have time for one more. Yeah. Peacemaker teaser trailer. Not sure about this one. It stars John. I'm sorry, China. Cena. What are your thoughts on that?
0: John Cena. You can't see me. Well, all this happened yesterday. The Batman thing, uh, the John Cena, the Peacemaker clip, DC Comics, and they also did uh, Black Adam, a behind-the-scenes look uh, with The Rock uh dc they're trying to do their own you know convention it's dc fandom and they they put all this material out there so there's a if you saw suicide squad 2 uh, john cena had a character in there called the peacemaker who's just kind of a super patriotic uh moron uh right
3: right He's, he's not afraid to make fun of america but don't you talk bad about china
0: well, no, he, he no. They're like they're making fun of patriots. That's the thing. He's just he's just an idiot. Look at he's such an idiot, and he has like a bald eagle that rides around with him. And it's it's almost like the tick, in that way. And it's all very it it, it reeks of wokeness. However, uh, James Gunn is involved, so that might pull it out of the fire a little bit. But yeah, it is. Uh, it's definitely making fun of it's making fun of people in my opinion now maybe i'm gonna be wrong so but the trailer was worth watching it's gonna be it's gonna be very woke however they're also making fun of uh the wokeness uh, to a certain extent so who knows the jury's out the jury's out and then real quickly we'll wrap things up with uh the rock as black adam that looks like it could be a winner Because one of the characters from Justice League and DC Universe that I always, I like more as an adult is Dr. Fate. I always thought Dr. Fate was cool. I think he's DC's answer to Dr. Strange. But Dr. Fate is more magical, mystical. It's more mystical rather than uh, Dr. Strange is. And they got Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan looks like he's going to be an awesome Dr. Fate. And they got Hawkman in this movie. And I am down for... All of it. So there's tons of great stuff at theloftestparty.com. You guys need to go back and go through it and join in on the conversation on all this stuff. Paul, thank you so much for letting us know what's on the web.
3: Thanks, Michael.